This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer and it's Thursday, December 15. In Squiz Kids Today, dreaming of a white Christmas, cheering for Africa's underdogs, a clean power breakthrough and Australia's golden girl strikes again. That's what's making news kid style. The Lowdown. I'm willing to bet that if you've been to the shops lately, the song White Christmas has been on. You know the one. The singer is dreaming of a white Christmas. And then he goes on and says, Where treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. Okay, that is more than enough singing from me. Obviously, I'm excited for school holidays. If you still don't know what I'm talking about, check your episode notes. Bing Crosby does a much better job than me and there's a cute animated video. Anyway, my point is that usually in Australia, we get sandy, salty, sweaty Christmases. If an Aussie wants to see snow on December 25, they basically need to buy a plane ticket to the Northern Hemisphere, where Christmas happens in winter. But thanks to some wacky weather patterns in Southeast Australia, snow is falling just 10 days before Christmas. In fact, in some parts of Tasmania and the Australian Alps, there may be enough snow on the ground today for a summer ski. Imagine that. I wonder if everyone there could put on a Santa suit and make a video like the one that came out recently in America with hundreds of Santas skiing the slopes together. I'll put that in your episode notes too. Our friends over at the Bureau of Meteorology say that it's too soon to forecast what's going to happen with the weather on Christmas Day, but it should stay cold until at least December 20. So if you're dreaming of a white Christmas, head to the southeast of Australia. You might be in luck. Spin the globe. Each day we give the World Globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Morocco, where, as I'm recording this podcast, just about every TV in the country is tuned to World Cup soccer. You see, the Moroccans are the first African team to ever make it to a World Cup semi-final. And I think it's fair to say that the entire African continent is hoping that Morocco will win and continue on to Sunday's championship match. Yesterday, Lionel Messi and his Argentinian teammates beat Croatia convincingly to secure their spot in the final. Starting at 6 o'clock this morning, Australian Eastern Time, Morocco kicked off against France which, by the way, ruled over Morocco until they got their independence in 1956. Over the 92 years that the World Cup has been contested, only countries from South America and Europe have ever made it to the final. So it would be a really big deal for Morocco, which is ranked 22nd in the world, to make it to Sunday's big game. Billions of people are watching this morning and I have a feeling many of them are cheering for the African underdogs. No offence, France. Spaced out. Do you have any idea what powers the sun and other stars? 
It's something called nuclear fusion. And scientists in California have announced a major breakthrough in their efforts to make nuclear fusion work safely here on Earth. Why is that important? Well, nuclear fusion could provide our planet with an energy source that would not cause pollution and greenhouse gases, like burning coal and gas does. And it would not create dangerous radioactive waste, which is what happens at existing nuclear power plants. Those nuclear power plants use a process called nuclear fission, which splits atoms to make energy. But nuclear fusion means joining atoms together. And when that happens with certain atoms, particularly with hydrogen, huge amounts of light and heat energy can be created. Hydrogen is the H in H2O, and in their announcement yesterday, the California scientists said that one glass of water contained enough hydrogen to power a house for a year. Wow! Up until now, scientists have never been able to produce more energy from nuclear fusion than they used to force the atoms to combine. But the California lab blasted two megajoules of laser energy at hydrogen atoms, and they created three megajoules of energy. Three is more than two, so they created more energy than they used. They say it will be a few decades before a nuclear fusion power plant is possible, but we are definitely one big step closer to clean energy. Sport time! Australia's most successful Olympian in history, swimmer Emma McKeon, has brought Australia home to another gold medal and a world record in the World Swimming Championships 4x100m freestyle relay. When Emma dove in, Australia was in third place, but her blistering 100 metres had the home crowd and the Aussie commentators going nuts. I'll put a link in your episode notes. These are the short course world championships, meaning that all the events are held in a 25 metre pool instead of a 50 metre Olympic pool. They started in Melbourne on Tuesday and they'll finish on Sunday. So far, the Aussies are on the top of the medal table, and Emma told Channel 9 after the race that she loved having Aussie kids in the crowd because she remembers watching her sporting idols compete when she was a young swimmer. I wonder if one of the kids watching in Melbourne this week will wind up on a podium one day too. All week, we've been asking you to email us with your ultimate haircut. The hairstyle you would like to have, if you could have any hairstyle at all. And the responses have been epic. Sage has written in to say that two braids with rainbow extensions is her ultimate do. Chloe would go for rainbow braids into a Viking bun. Noah from New South Wales is all about the mullet. And Ashi from Melbourne says a Hermione Granger mop is the ultimate do for her. It's all part of our banding together with Just Cuts to discover Australian kids' ultimate hairstyle. And it all comes to a head tomorrow. Yep, today's your last chance to send in a suggestion for your ultimate hairstyle to go into the draw to win, get this, a year's worth of style cuts for the whole family. Plus, a family pack of Just Cuts' new range of kids' hair products. The Justice Professional Kids range, including Tutti Frutti tear-free shampoo, tangle-free conditioner and a texturising wax. For those days when you're feeling super stylish. Exclusive to Just Cuts salons or available at justcuts.com. 
I've stuck a link to it in today's episode notes. I'll be announcing the winners of the competition in tomorrow's podcast. So, don't just sit there. Get busy imagining your ideal haircut and drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which country ruled over Morocco until 1956? Well done if you figured this one out. It was France, who Morocco are currently playing in the World Cup semi-final. Question number two. California scientists have made a huge breakthrough in what nuclear process? Yeah, that's right. Nuclear fusion. And question number three. Name the golden girl swimmer who clinched the relay final for Australia in world record time. You got it. It's Emma McKeon. Shout outs. It's December 15. Only 10 sleeps until Christmas. Rudolph is polishing up his red nose in preparation. It's also a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Imogen and John from Canberra, Sterling P from Broken Hill, Jackson from Altona Meadows, and Bidos from Cronulla. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Blake from Athelstone and Rumi, listening in San Antonio, Texas. And because a bunch of you will be celebrating birthdays in the second half of December when we are off the air, and we don't want you to miss out, we're going to be punching out advanced birthday shout-outs. We'll call them the extra special Christmas baby shout-outs. Happy early birthday to Ralph from Goldburn, Ella from Raby, Leah from Athelstone, Michaela from Cronulla, Isabeau from Dalkeith, Zoe and Lucas from Maroubra, Miranda from Appen, Madden from Wentworth Falls, Felix from Mount Cola, Lucas from Valentine, and Yuchi listening in China. Classroom shoutouts go to Room 11 and Miss Stewart at Sorrento Primary School, Class 56J and Mr Jacobs at Beechwood Public School, and congratulations to all the Year 6s graduating. Year 4 with Mrs Trengove and Mrs Delvins at Walford Anglican School for Girls in Hyde Park. To Tom, Jack and Chloe homeschooling whilst travelling around Australia. And finally to Class 6J and Mrs Jackson at Claremont Meadows Public School. And farewell to Mrs Jackson who is retiring after more than a decade of teaching. And just a quick note on classroom shoutouts, we've only got one more podcast left in the year and over 80 classroom shoutouts in the Squiz Kids mailbox. So if you don't hear your shoutout in the episode tomorrow, we're really sorry. Get in touch with us when the school term resumes next year. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. Bryce will be back for one last time this year tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.